Welcome to the Amazing Clarks Podcast on the Black Love Podcast Network. My name is Anthony Clark. And I'm Melanie Clark. And we are the, the Amazing, Amazing Clarks. Clarks. We're both award-winning certified life and love coaches and a husband and wife duo that have been coaching together as a team for 22 years and that have been passionately in love for 30. They call us the Amazing Clarks because we empower people to live amazing lives. And you are joining us here for our Love Revolution, where we discuss ideas and concepts that help us love ourselves and others more because we need more love in the universe. That's right. No matter what level you're on, we're here to take you higher. So today we have another amazing episode for you guys. Today's topic is... Today's topic is your ego does not want you to find love. Mm. Your ego doesn't want you to find love. Mm -mm. That sounds like your ego's hating on you. It's hating. It's blocking your relationship, your your dating life. That's going to be a good topic. Yes, I like that topic. Um, I'm excited about that one. But before we jump to the topic, what's up, baby? Uh, What's What's been new with your week? Anything Uh, you want to share with the listeners? Anything new and exciting? You know, uh, what I've been doing this week kind of goes along with our topic. I have been really focused on myself and my looks. I've been trying new beauty treatments. I've been doing stuff to my hair, to my lashes. I've really been kind of working on my look. It's looking good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I've been doing that because uh, how did you put it last week? You said I'm ripening. Well, I said I'm aging. You said I'm ripening. So (laughs) as I ripen, I have to make adjustments. So I have been just Mm -hmm. working on making myself look better so I could feel better. But it goes along with our topic because my ego wants to constantly tell me something's wrong. This isn't Mm. looking good. That doesn't look good. That's not how it used to be. And so I'm managing that and also making adjustments. And it's been fun. I used to really spend a lot of time focused on beauty and fashion and that kind of stuff. And um, I stopped focusing on that so much. Mm So since I'm an empty nester and I have more time, I'm back at it and I'm enjoying it. I like it. I like you. Actually, it's been, I've been feeling it. I know you're so, you're so great. And I'm like, look at this. What do you think of this? What do you think of that? And you're just so helpful and you get involved, even though I know it's Mm. not your jam, but I appreciate you. But I appreciate you looking good. Oh, thank yeah, you. Definitely, definitely. I got to definitely. keep up with you, Anthony. Yeah. <laughs> Let you tell it. Uh-huh. Let you tell it. What about it. you? What have you been up to this week? Um, This week, the thing that I've been, uh, that I thought was kind of interesting, I've been doing, and I've been doing it for a couple of weeks now. Mm-hmm. I've been really researching zodiac signs like Capricorn and Pisces yes, are signs and understanding astrology and how mm-hmm. we are signs mixed together, the good, the bad. Mm-hmm. And it's it's been really enlightening. Yeah, you have been yeah, doing that. Yeah. I've woken up a couple of times to you watching yeah. YouTube videos. I'm like, he's watching astrology. You, you know, what my, are you learning? my goal is always to grow our relationship and grow our connection mm-hmm. as much as possible. Yeah. And so the more that I can learn, the more um, information I can get, the more perspectives, the more it helps me to do that. Yeah. And so uh, overall, I've learned that, our, which I knew already, our zodiac signs are extremely compatible. Right. And when we're in alignment, especially, but then when we're out of alignment, it can be <laughs> really bad. Clash of the Titans. Yeah, Clash of the Titans, which is okay. Yeah. Um, but it's also helping me to understand you, you, your emotions. Mm-hmm. And with the Capricorns and, and uh, Pisces, it's kind of the opposite. Right. 
You're I, not emotional no, and I am. <laughs> right. Capricorns aren't emotional. They don't like dealing with a lot of emotions. You're yeah. Pisces are all emotions. Yep. And so throughout our relationship, that's been a big part of our our challenge. Right. Right. How to balance the two. I could use a little more emotion. We mm -hmm. learned that early on. <laughs> right. And you could use a little more grounding. Yes. And so we kind of traded those gifts. Absolutely. So we, we balance each other out really well. Yeah. So that so that's been really interesting, and I've I've not always believed in astrology. I know. I used to be like, what? Yeah, right. Whatever. Yeah. But the more I started diving into it, I started seeing the patterns, and then the people that I knew, and as a coach, I know patterns. Mm -hmm. I've actually learned a lot of about us, and it actually works. I'm implementing a lot of stuff that I've learned how to be patient with your emotions and how to Ooh. not push it back against it, and how to let you just go through your emotional. Um, turmoil turmoil and you'll come back <laughs> down to earth and so it's been good it's been good that's good I, yeah. you know I I appreciate you uh, growing and willing to learn that information and mm -hmm. you've been you've kind of been you know dipping your toe in a little mm -hmm. bit over the last couple of years because I talk about yeah. it a lot I utilize it a lot in our coaching I appreciate you're on the same page with me good yeah. for you and, and even learning a lot about myself uh, getting different perspectives on it mm -hmm. um how Capricorns can be very set in their patterns. Mm -hmm. um, Capricorns don't like to be told what to do. Capricorns nope. they want to be all natural leaders and understand like, more of like why I get frustrated sometimes when others try to tell me what to do. Yeah, or try to push me um, yeah. in a direction I don't want to go. And I've, so it's been enlightening. So let me ask you this, because uh, and this kind of goes along with our topic. Um, how did your ego respond to you hearing? negative things about yourself because when you when right. you learn astrology it tells you the good and the right. bad and it well it, they break it down the light side of yeah, you and the, the dark, dark side of right. you so how did you manage that because you know we don't always like to hear about ourselves at least the dark parts of ourselves you know what i am an advanced capricorn because mm -hmm. they're, they're capricorns that aren't evolved mm -hmm. and there are capricorns that are evolved i'm very evolved spiritually right and so i enjoy seeing the that side of the, the negative side of Capricorns because mm -hmm. it's like that's true. I see those things in me, but I don't let those things run me. I'm, mm. I observe them and it's like, okay, yeah, I see that there and I see how in the past I've been like that or I could be like this, but I'm a, I have awareness of it and so I don't take it personally. Yes. It's like, that's just how my brain works. I want all the information, the good, the bad, the ugly, it doesn't matter. Give me all the information and, and, and that helps me to grow. I love that you share that perspective because I think that's what we struggle with a lot as human beings is the willingness to look at the parts of ourselves that maybe need more love or mm -hmm. need adjustments. And the reason we have a hard time looking at it is our ego. Our ego does not want to deal with anything negative yeah. when it comes to us. You know what? Um, let's, let's jump into the main topic. Yes. I'll let you leave, baby. Okay. Um, I really love this topic because as we coach people, mm -hmm. one of the one of the things that we do with every single client is we do ego work. Right. And one of the reasons that we do ego work is we are really into law of attraction, brain science, energy, everything in the universe is energy, and we attract what we are. And when we 
tell ourselves stories about what's right and wrong, what's good and bad, then we attract what matches that. Mm -hmm. And what I've found for myself and, you know, for my clients is mm -hmm. that there, there are two sides of us. There's our spirit, which, you know, wants love and abundance and appreciation and all of the good things. Mm -hmm. And then we have our ego and our ego is the side that's like, nope, I don't want that. No, that's wrong. That's bad. That's not good enough. You're not good enough. Mm -hmm. And the ego, those two voices are battling within us. And for most people, the ego is way louder mm -hmm. than the spirit. Right. And so spirit wants love, but ego wants to protect you. Your ego wants to make sure that you're safe and you're sound and no one hurts you and mm -hmm. that you're perfect and that you're doing it right. So it becomes really judgmental of other people and it will literally find problems with every single person because your ego does not want to let anyone get close enough to you to hurt you. And when you're dealing with other people, you're going to be dealing with their stuff and their ego and their stories and mm -hmm. their emotions. And you're going to have conflict. When you get two people together, there's eventually going to be conflict, mm -hmm. which from my perspective is okay because you grow from the conflict, right. but the ego is, is always trying to avoid that. And if you avoid getting hurt, conflict, um, you know, tough conversations, uh, uncomfortable situations, mm -hmm. then you block yourself from what you actually want, which is love and connection and closeness. Right. And especially like, well, let's relate it to dating. Okay. So you're out there dating and your ego when you're dating can be great because your ego wants the rewards. Yes. It wants the party, the good stuff. Mm -hmm. And that'll help you to move towards a relationship. But then eventually you're going to see a side of your partner that you don't like or something you're not crazy about. And the ego did not sign up for that part. Right. The ego is selfish. And so the ego is going to help you to or encourage you to subconsciously sabotage that relationship. Mm -hmm. And the ego doesn't want to look at itself. Right. It wants other people to change, but the ego does not like to change. So when you're dating, it's really important to be aware of that. Are you being led by your ego or are you being led by your spirit and your, high, your higher self? And your higher self, it wants to grow. Right. Your higher self, it wants the good times, but it sees even the negative stuff as positive because that's room for growth. Yes. And so a lot of people, when they're dating, they're just looking for the candy. They, yeah. don't, want the, <laughs> right. they don't want the nutrients. Right. Um, and so I think that that's how the ego can definitely sabotage you. And the ego is selfish. Yes, 100%. Right. And again, the ego is all about protection. And you cannot be protected from getting hurt in mm -hmm. a relationship. There is no, yeah. there's no shield that you could yeah. put on. You can't, you know, always talk perfectly. Like even us, you know, people will be like, you guys have such a great relationship. Well, mm -hmm. we both have egos <laughs> and we both are two different people. So we do have clashes. We hurt right. each other's feelings sometimes, but we're able to push past our egos and be kind to each other and be nice to each other. Mm -hmm. But I know for me, especially if we get into it, my ego always shows up and is like, get him, win, win this argument. You need mm -hmm. to be right. And I have to manage that within myself so that my mm -hmm. ego doesn't sabotage our relationship. And I noticed with single people, when it comes to dating, 
When I say the ego does not want you to have love, the ego will pick apart every single person that you date and the ego will tell you there's something wrong with them or there's something better for you or there's something wrong with you. And that's where the ego really is getting people because it starts telling you there's something wrong with you. And that creates even more fear of putting yourself out there and being seen and being vulnerable and being loved. And so it blocks you from making yourself vulnerable enough to connect to other people. Um, This week, this is really interesting. I did some text coaching with a client as she's texting people that she's met to date, right? And she's showing me the text. And I'm just like, this is, I'm just going to be very real right now. Some of the boringest shit I have (laughs) ever heard because there's no vulnerability in it. It's Mm -hmm. it's just like, it's not even a conversation. It's just a, a back and forth of questions, like an interview. And it's just flat. It's completely flat. And then when I coach her to be more vulnerable, it always comes back like, no, I don't want to say that. No, I don't want to put myself out there like that. Well, you're not going to connect with someone if you can't put yourself out there a little bit and share something relatable. But all the texts are how perfect I am and how everything is perfect, perfect, perfect. But we relate to the things that we're challenged by. We relate Mm -hmm. to the things that we're trying to grow and understand. And so mm-hmm. you have to open up a little bit and the ego is like, nah, man, we're not doing that. Yeah. We're not doing that. They yeah. might think bad of us or they may know something about us or they may use it against us or this may come back and hurt me. And we have to get beyond that. So and on this podcast today, I want to give some coaching on how to manage the ego when it comes yeah. to dating and relationships. You know, I could even um, look back at when I was dating and I was mm-hmm. single and after my first marriage failed, mm-hmm. I was hurt. Right. And so I didn't trust women. My ego didn't want me to trust women. Yeah. My ego didn't want me to that. be vulnerable and open up my heart. Mm-hmm. So everything was about, you know what? I'm not going to be vulnerable. I'm not going to let any woman get close to me. I'm just about, I just want sex and I hang out mm-hmm. and that's it. Right. And so that was good for a while. But then when I wanted love, my ego was blocking me. Mm-hmm. It's like, screw that lady. Screw her. You get another one. Screw right. that one. So that one doesn't act the way you want. Get another one. Get another one. Get another yeah. one. Get another one. And yeah. it was like, okay, I can keep doing this, but I have to make myself vulnerable and start connecting and get past my ego in order to get that love. Yeah. And so I had to drop my guards because because just like your ego wants you to show off, but it don't want you to show up. Mm, and so good. it was like, okay, let me stop showing off and let me just drop my guards and show up. This is who I am. Yeah. My authentic self, be vulnerable. Yeah. And so once I did that, that's when I attracted you. Mm, and that is when you attracted yeah, me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so the ego, I had to get past that in order to attract the love. But I, you have to be aware of your ego first because yeah. your ego fools you to thinking it's you. And so it's two very distinct voices. And most people have been in their ego for so long, since childhood, that that ego is what's running the show. That's their main voice. And they think that's who they are. But your your spirit is really the one that you want running the show. Yes. And your spirit looks at things very differently than your ego. Your spirit looks at everything through the eyes of love, abundance, and appreciation. Mm -hmm. And no matter what the situation is. And so that's where the growth is. That's where you're going to get the real movement in your life. Your ego wants to be right. It wants to judge. Um, It looks at lack. It looks at fear, shame, guilt. All of those things are out of alignment. 
And so the key is to start paying attention to the conversations you're having within your, yourself, within your head. Right. Does that sound like ego or does that sound like spirit? And the more you start paying attention, the more you'll be able to distinguish between the two. Right. I've noticed, so I'll, I'll talk about this in even in team meetings, right, with groups of people, because ego mm-hmm. shows up at work, it shows up in your marriage, it shows up in dating, it's going to show up yeah. everywhere, because it's, it's a, a part, part of, of you. Who you are. It's a part of who you are. And it's so interesting to me, even when people hear the word ego, they get a little defensive, <laughs> right? Like, oh, you're talking about ego, I don't have an ego. <laughs> I don't have an ego. I've had people <laughs> tell me, like, I don't have an ego. I'm like, then you dead, because yeah. uh, everybody has yeah. an ego. So I first want to explain that everyone has an ego it develops at about two years old. Uh, you notice babies don't really have an opinion. They're just pure spirit. They're they're not programmed yet, and their energy is just delicious. Yeah. And then the ego shows up about two because there becomes self awareness, mm-hmm. and that little baby starts saying me, mine. And it realizes it's its own entity, and that's when the ego develops for self protection, and. As we grow, the voice of ego starts guiding us and trying to protect us, and we just kind of lose the connection with spirit. And so we start to listen to that voice, and we start to believe that voice, and then as we move through life and things don't go our way, our ego turns on us and starts to say, you did it wrong. And you shouldn't have done that. And this was wrong. And then we're beating ourselves up Mm -hmm. while also trying to protect ourselves from the outside world. So the key to to understanding this is, first of all, self-awareness, recognizing that you have an ego, recognizing that you have a spirit. And I always like to say, think of it like two, two volumes, right? You want to turn up the volume of spirit and you want to turn down the volume of ego. You don't want to get rid of your ego. Some people talk about killing the ego. You can't get rid of your ego. (laughs) You can't get rid of it and you don't want to. So our strategy is to actually love your ego. And the way that you can separate yourself from your ego and learn to love your ego, and I always say love your ego into submission. One of our strategies is to give your ego a name separate from you. You are a spirit you are love. That is your essence. That Mm -hmm. is your origin. So when you recognize that's what you are, you can stop believing all the negative stories about yourself and remember who you really are. And by giving your ego a name, you can separate yourself and then have a conversation and talk your ego down. So for me, you guys, if you've been listening to our our podcast, you know Mm -hmm. my, my ego, her name is Mallory. And Mallory can be tough and she can be hard on me and it's never enough. But I love Mallory. So the way that I deal with Mallory is I just have conversations with her. When she shows up, I just say, hey, Mallory, I love you. I appreciate you trying to protect me. I appreciate you trying to push me and make me more and make me better. But you know what? I want to hear what spirit has to say about this. I want to listen to spirit's Mm -hmm. guidance. So I need you to chill out and go take a seat for about half an hour or hour or a day, whatever I tell her, I got to give her a time limit. Mm Because if I don't give her a time limit, limit, then she comes back with obsessive thoughts. And then I start obsessing over whatever the subject is. So by talking to your ego, giving it a time limit and asking it to back off, then you can Mm -hmm. create the space to be able to speak to that deeper divinity within yourself and make decisions about love, relationships, yourself, your life through the filter of love versus the filter of self-protection, 
anger, control, all of the things that become the wall that comes between our relationships and our connection to each other. Well, very good. Very good. Well said. You're so brilliant. Oh, thank you so much. I'll be doing yeah. this. I'll be helping people yeah. with this sometimes. That's what I do. That's what I do. Good job. Good so job. how do you how do you manage your ego? Is it the same process for you? Um, yeah, definitely, definitely. My ego, of course, I, as you guys have heard in all the episodes, uh, it's my ego's name is Antoine. Mm-hmm. And I'm very aware of him and I have a good relationship and I need him for certain things, but I don't let him run the show. And he's there to serve me. I'm not there to serve him. And I think that when you're dating, especially and in relationships, when you're able to, when you're dealing from your ego, Mm -hmm. it's the law of attraction and you're going to attract other people that are in their ego. Oh, so true. By their ego. Yeah. And that's why a lot of times you keep running into the dead end dates, dead end dates, dead end dates. Mm-hmm. We always say the outside world is just a hologram of what's going on inside of you. So if you don't like what's going on outside of you, don't change, try to change those people and things externally. Change what's going on inside of you. Change yourself. And so once you are able to do that and change the way you're looking at things, then the things outside of you will change. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at will change. Yes. And so once you start dealing from your spirit and dating from spirit as as opposed to ego, then a law of attraction is going to kick in again and you're going to attract other people that are dating from spirit. And that's where you're going to get the real connection. And that's once again, what I was saying happened with us earlier when we Mm. were dating Yeah. and I was dating from ego. I was attracting a lot of people, a lot of women that were dealing from ego, dating from ego. Right. And that didn't work out too well. You could have some good times, but eventually it's going to crash. Right. But then once I dropped the ego and started doing dating from spirit, that's when I attracted you and you were doing the same thing. Absolutely. And that's why we were able to find each other so quickly and connect so deeply. You know, um, I, I think that this is so important and I hope people can really get this. When you date from ego, nothing is ever going to be good enough. Mm-mm. And you can't even really see the beauty in other human beings. Mm-hmm. And I find it fascinating how many people I hear say, I hate people. Well, if you are hating, you feel like you hate people, that's really saying that you hate yourself because you're yeah. a person and your ego has started to vilify humanity. Mm-hmm. And you have to be aware of that voice that just says, I hate because when you hate, you cannot see the good. And, and mm-hmm. everyone has good and bad in them. And we have to remember that everyone is just literally operating off of their programming. Programming they didn't ask for. And when we can love and look past the ego, we can actually help each other and ourselves reprogram ourselves to our origin, which is love, our divinity, our connection. But mm-hmm. I think a lot of it has to do with just the world that we live in today. And I hate to blame social media, but, you know, everyone's trying to look perfect on social media, which gives people the mindset of like, I've got to always be perfect and every, and I've got to be the richest, the prettiest, the best. That's what ego wants to do. It's like, I want to be the best of everything. And there's nothing wrong with that. But if being the best means you have to put others down and block others off and not be able to see the good in others, then you're actually missing out because mm-hmm. that's the joy of life. And I know when I was dating, like our story on black love, when I said the night we met, I I said I was sitting at the bar with a bunch of old guys. I was sitting at the bar with a bunch of old guys because I 
really was not in my ego. I can see that even men who were older than me had a lot of value. I had great conversations. They were interesting. They were fun. I dated a lot of people who were not for me, but I could still see the greatness in them. I could still appreciate them. And that was kind of how I dated. Even if someone, I I remember I dated a guy that wanted to put me down a lot. And I would always see the good in him until I got to the point I was like, you know, I don't like how you talk to me. Let me set a boundary here. That's who you are, but you don't get access to me because that's not how I'm treating myself. And so you can set boundaries with people. You can, you know, not agree with everything, but you don't have to wall yourself off. You don't have to vilify them. You don't have to say all women are like this or all men are like this. Take each person at face value and actually look for the good in them. Look for the love in them. Look for the divinity in them. Because when we see the divinity in each other, that's where we find love. Even in in our coaching with couples, that's what happens to marriages that fall apart. People start letting their ego attack their partner and look what they're doing and look what they're not doing and look how they are. And we don't like that. And that's not good enough. And the more you listen to that voice, the more you close the door to the love and connection that you have. So you have to be very aware of your ego and get it under control. Like, hey, I want love. Um, I am willing to be vulnerable. I am willing to not always be comfortable because love is worth it. Mm. 100%. It's worth it. Very true. Very true. So dating egos, be aware of that. Yes. You know, the last point I want to add with the ego and dating Mm -hmm. is that the ego will block you because the ego thinks about itself. Yep. And a relationship, if you just think about yourself and you're being selfish like that, in that way, you'll never build that long lasting, loving relationship, even in dating you'll never really attract that truly, uh, that that level of partner that you're craving. Yes. And the ego is going to be me, me, me. And in a relationship, in order for it to work, it's we. Yes. We, we, we. Yes. And we see that in a lot of our single women, especially, yeah. Yeah. that they're dating and it's like, they're not thinking about what they have to offer for other people. It's what the other yeah. person can offer them. Yes. How much money does he make? How much this does he have? Can, can he take care? I yeah. want, I want, I want, I want. And it's like, but what are you offering? Yeah. And even though I said a lot of the women are doing that, men are doing that as well. Yes, they are. But in our coaching practice, we coach mostly women. Yeah. So we're, we're hearing Single, more yes, of their we're side. We're hearing more of their side. And they can't see that because the ego blocks it. Yeah. So the ego won't allow you to see yourself because when the ego, from its perspective, it's like, if you change, you're killing me. Right. So the ego literally thinks that you're trying to kill it off. So Mm -hmm. it's going to fight to keep those blind spots there so that you can't see the areas where you need to grow. You can't see how you're being rude to other people, offending them. You can't see yourself. Right. If you can't see yourself, then you can't grow and you can't connect and get what you want. So... Be very aware of your ego. Don't date from ego. Uh, I would just add, you are in charge of your ego, so you can command it. So start telling your ego, I want love. Get out the way. I want it. I want to allow it. I want to see the good. And the more you talk to this aspect of yourself, say, I love you, but I also want a partner. 
Yeah. I also want to be in love. And and look at look at your expectations because a lot of times the expectations are created by your ego. And that is your ego blocking you. You got to really look at it and say and and focus on your heart and say, is this something that I truly need from my heart or is this my ego putting up another barrier, another wall to prevent someone from getting close to me or for or preventing me from getting close to someone? Because some of the things on your list are not even necessary and they don't make sense to anyone except for you, and those are the things that are probably mm-hmm created by your ego as blockers to prevent you from actually getting into a relationship. Yeah. One of the things you can do to hack your ego, cause I'm always a hacker. I look mm-hmm. at shortcuts and learn how to rig the system. Um, your <laughs> ego wants to, wants to impress you. Yes. The ego's a big show off. We always wants to impress. So it works really, really hard to impress. Mm-hmm. So if that's the case, make that work for you. And here's how you can do it. Mm. Tell your ego this, say ego, I bet you can't find me, attract me a loving, satisfying relationship Whoa. that I'm going to love. And your ego will be like, what? You think I can't? Watch. I bet you. I bet you. And your ego is going to work and go to overdrive <laughs> yeah. drive in order to help you attract it. And so it's manipulating it in order to make it work for you. Yes. And use that. It's like use that power for good. Mm-hmm. As, a, as opposed to negativity. That is a really great tip, Anthony. I, I really Thank like you. that. And it's true. You have, that's what the point that we're trying to make is you actually have power over your ego if you have awareness of it and you take charge. And the way yeah. that you take charge is you give it commands. You don't let it command you. Right. It's like a, like having a, like a training a dog. Now, yeah. I don't mean that in a negative way, but it really is. You have to outsmart it. Yeah. You know, so for example, when there's times when I'll have anxiety. Mm-hmm. And when I get feel anxiety, I realize that that anxiety is created by my ego. Mm-hmm. And so what I tell my ego is, you know what? You go figure that out while I go do this. While well, I take a nap. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> and it literally like goes away because yeah. it's actually running to try to figure it out. Yes. And so it's like it distracts. And once you get that distraction, then you can get back to your spiritual alignment. Yes. Um, or sometimes when I'm. My ego's obsessing and like, hey, look at this problem. Look at this issue that's making me feel bad. Literally, I'll give it a challenge. It's like, okay, ego. And I could get this moment of silence where I could feel like I can feel that my ego's listening. Right. And then it's like, what is 400 million divided by 700 trillion <laughs> um, with uh, the root for whatever? I'll give it some crazy mathematical equation mm-hmm. and I'll go work on it and literally It'll go. Yeah. Because it'll literally go trying to figure it out, but it goes away. Yes. And then I can get back that's, to my focus. That's some that's some serious. That's, that's next mi- level stuff. Yeah. yeah. And, it, and it's mind control and our yeah. mind creates everything. So when we learn how to control our minds, which our mm-hmm. ego is part of our mind, um, then that's when we're yeah. truly playing with power. Yeah, it's like taking a stick with a dog and like, look, yeah. like, fetch. <laughs> fetch. You throw it hundred miles away. Go, go, yeah. go fetch it. And it'll, go, it'll go fetch it. Exactly. You know, it's, it's really interesting to me too. People who are dating, a lot of times I'll hear like, oh, I don't want to go on any dates and it's a waste of my time. And, you know, oh, another coffee date and I don't have time for this. And that's all ego. That's your ego telling you this is not worth your time. This is not worth your energy. But if you think about what you're saying to yourself is you want love. 
I don't know about most people, but when I wanted love, I'm I'm going out every night if I have to. I will go on every date because I am trying to connect with someone. So if you hear that voice in your said in your head that's going, nah, that's not worth your time. You're too busy. Uh it's it's trying to tell you that you're too good for a relationship mm-hmm. and you're not gonna get in a relationship. Cause right. if you don't go on the dates, if you don't meet the people, if you don't put the effort in, energy mm-hmm. in, energy out, you're not gonna get it. So those are the yeah. kinds of things that your ego will say to you. And it seems it seems rational, right? It seems like, yeah, you know, that takes a lot of energy. I don't wanna do that. But you gotta ask yourself, what is my goal? And am I taking action steps towards my goal or is the voice in my head trying to steer me away from my goal? Mm -hmm. That's how you know if your ego is blocking you. If all of the conversations in your head are against dating and against love, that is your ego. 100%. 100%. That is your ego blocking you from a relationship. I agree. I agree. So, so good stuff, baby. Good stuff. I could talk about this for hours and hours, mm-hmm. but we don't have that much time. So we should probably wrap it up here. Yes, I hope yes. this really helped a lot of people. Getting a hold of your ego, managing that ego is life changing. And um, I know from experience, I know from clients. Mm-hmm. So I hope this really helps you guys. That's good. 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 Great episode, baby. Yes, that was a great episode. Good job. I appreciate you. So once again, I want to thank all you listeners for hanging out with us. Um, and thanks for your love and support. If you guys haven't had a chance yet to get a copy of our book, Crack the Code, Secrets to Achieving Your Happily Ever After. This is an Amazon bestseller. Make sure you get your copy at Amazon.com. And if you guys are interested in coaching with the Amazing Clocks, reach out to us at TheAmazingClocks.com. And last but not least, if you're interested in becoming a life coach or just want to learn some skills to life coach yourself, then check out our life coach training certification course at the law of attraction, lifecoachacademy.com. There you go. We gave it to you. Now, what you're going to do with it? See you next time. See you next time.